Hello, can you hear me? Okay. Well, uh, yeah, I guess we'll start. Thomas uh, Hopta, and then we have Will Godfrey here as well. And yeah, then, welcome to Ball Talk. Yeah, Ball Talk. Uh, ball to the basics, whatever. Mm-hmm. We, uh, this is just a show where we do shit. So, uh, so the first topic, uh, Kyrie and his BS. What's your opinions? Do you think it's BS? Do you think it's valid? Like, what are your thoughts on it? Well, I mean, I think it's valid in the sense of his, like, dislike for the media. Yeah. You know, like, I can understand why he doesn't like that and, like, what goes through players' heads when they yeah. have, like, negative media attention, for sure. Mm-hmm. But to call them pawns, especially when <laughs> media isn't just the people asking you questions, when it's, like, broadcasters, when it's media teams, when it's content managers, shit like that, it's like... Yeah. That's super disrespectful, to call somebody a pawn for doing their job. Yeah, I was thinking about that, too. I was thinking about, like, like a lot of them are just, like, beat reporters with, like, families that are just, like, trying to work for their newspaper. And then you have, like, this multi-millionaire. Yeah. Like, like your existence is, like, a pawn, and I'm, like, a king or something. <laughs> you know, exactly. Guess. And you're, like... chessboard. Yeah, you're here, you're here, like, making 35K a year, <laughs> being underpaid by the fucking newspaper that literally made you go out and do this. And, I mean, you might like it, obviously. I mean, mm-hmm. you might like what you're covering, but then this dude just calls you a pawn. Like, yeah, fuck, it's so pretentious. Kyrie, I think Kyrie is so detached from reality that it's just like he, he's like a he's the epitome of a diva, man. I think he seems to, dude. He seems to have the vibe where it's like, you know, you're he reads one book and then he's like he feels like he's super learned from <laughs> the topic yeah. and then he just yeah. doesn't read anything else on that topic thinks he's an expert he just watches one ken's burns documentary and he thinks he Mm -hmm. knows the world yeah he (laughs) reads a wikipedia article (laughs) yeah that is a hundred percent what it is and a lot of the times when he speaks he doesn't make any sense no he's trying to be like this profound like prophetic human when it just comes off as like detached like 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 incoherent just pretentious rambling it's like the worst thing i've ever seen i think in yeah. terms of like a, i'm not even gonna lie it's like it's like kind of like the antonio brown stuff not as bad obviously but it's like no, that that bad. but that erratic like like kanye west like ideas of grandeur type of thing you know what i mean the antonio brown i feel like it's different antonio brown was just like that's legal stuff, though. CTE, yeah. Yeah, like CTE and, like, abuse and, like, I guess you're right. But just that drama, I guess, it just reminds me of that. Or, like, a Kanye West. It's probably more like a Kanye West, but not as bad as Kanye. I mean, I just – dude, I don't know how the how the Brooklyn Nets are going to succeed. When you have KD, it's pretty easy. No, but you have KD off an Achilles injury. And then you have Kyrie. But and that's in the Katie's, media, sir. Did Katie's game really rely on the Achilles? No, his game doesn't necessarily rely on the Achilles, but it's also the fact that he's been gone for a year, too. I mean, there's a lot, and he's getting older. Like, I'm not saying, yeah. 
But like, look at Wes Matthews though. Yeah, Wes I Matthews mean, isn't the, hadn't that Achilles tear, and he came back like he was solid for you guys. Yeah, he's a beast. I mean, he started. I mean, I think, I think that's a thing too. But I think Kyrie's going to be a lot less helpful than people are giving him credit for. I think he's going to be a lot less helpful too. I think it's going to be KD. I mean, and then I don't know if you remember this, but back in like, was it like February or something? Was it this year? Maybe last year where he was talking about how like. He was talking about moving players, like, after a game. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He said we don't have the right roster. And then he named a few people that he wanted to keep. And he didn't name the rest of the roster. It was, like, four or five. Yeah, dude. And it's, like – I don't know how it's going to succeed, man. I, it's like, like, so, the Cavs did not do better with him off the floor. And he played really well for the Cavs. He was LeBron's number two, right? Mm-hmm. And he didn't want to be a number two. Mm-hmm. So he went to Boston, mm-hmm. but then Boston he goes down in the playoffs, and they played better. Than him. Like, <laughs> yeah. They played better with him off the floor. Yeah. So then Boston's like, "Well, fuck! Like we got to do that. We got to replicate this." And then Kyrie's just like, "No, this is my team." And then Boston's basically just like, "All right, fuck you! It's Jason Tatum's team. You can go." Yeah, it is one hundred percent Jason Tatum's team. And then now it's like, what's he gonna do? With KD um, being the front man, you know? Yeah. He's in the same situation with LeBron. Like, he's just not a number one guy. He's but not. He, wants, he thinks of himself as one, and he wants to be one so bad. But then he also wants to team up. He just doesn't make any sense. He doesn't make any sense. Look, I'm telling you this right now. They're going to have, like, they're a brand new team, Right. And this is in this toxic, like, New York media culture with some players that have a lot of their own problems with Katie and Kyrie. Like, especially, like, internally with teams and, like, beefs and, like, they kind of, like the drama just follows them everywhere. And I'm telling you, Dude, I am telling you, they're going to hit a bump in the road during the season and everything, the house of cards is going to fall. I don't even think it's, like... Mm, I'm not... I, I won't go that <laughs> doom and gloom on it, but... I. I mean, because in theory, they have the best roster in the East, in my opinion. I mean, I don't even think it's close. Right? You think KD gives them best roster out of everyone? I mean, who is – I mean, it's Kyrie, KD, Karis LeVert, Jared Allen, Spencer Dinwiddie. I mean, like, that's a crazy roster. Like, that's a nasty roster. What about Giannis, Chris um... – Drew, Brooke. Yeah, that's like, true. Dante. Bobby Portis, yeah. yeah. That shit's not a slacking roster either. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, I mean, if you look at it, if KD returns to form, sure, KD is better than Giannis. So, your best player, their best player is better than him. And then... Especially in the playoffs, with his ability to score at any moment. It's like yeah. important in the playoffs. So, like, if that, but that's if he returns to form. If he loses a couple steps, Giannis is better. Mm-hmm. So, already your best player is better than their best player. It just depends on how KD comes back, which we don't really know. Or if he gets but injured then, again, which is possible too. Yeah. But then, uh, would you call Chris or Drew your second, second best player? Oh, oh. I mean, we got to see. 
them play, but for now I'm going to say Chris, just because, I mean, he's so efficient. I mean, we'll see. Okay. We'll see how so Jordan then Who's Jordan. better, Chris or Kyrie? <laughs> I mean. And I this is a tough one because it's like individual talent. I would say Kyrie. Kyrie. No question. But on but the team, better for your team? I'd yeah. say Chris. I'd I would say Chris is better for a team than Kyrie. 100%. Just the way Kyrie plays. Kyrie was really good. Uh, to back up LeBron because, I mean, yeah, that's just all LeBron But to be needs. fair, though, that's because it's LeBron. I think anybody will look like a good number two next to LeBron. I'm on Shumpert. Look at that. Tristan yeah. Thompson, bro. He made his career. I mean, LeBron commands so much attention on the court that – Dude, LeBron's making number- Alex Caruso's career. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, Caruso, that's not to shit on Alex Caruso. He's good. Like, he's not a bad player, but it's like – well, we don't know if he's that good. I mean, he has to leave LeBron, and then we'll see. Because you yeah. got to see, LeBron gets all of his players paid. Like that yeah, cap, LeBron makes his team way at, better. <laughs> they're just way worse. They I mean, are fucking Smith, dude. Yeah, I mean, Jr. Smith's like, I love Jr. But come on, we already know. Yeah, it's just, yeah, I, I would rather build a team around. I'd rather have. If I had a good team, I'd rather have Chris Middleton on it than Kyrie. Uh, Just yeah. because he's efficient, he doesn't command the ball, and he'll, like, fit into any system. Well, yeah, but – He'll get his shot like, and he'll get his spot. Back to what I was going before, though. Um, mm-hmm. So, Kyrie – we'll just say Kyrie's better than Chris. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, when you look at it, their, their third best is probably Karis. Karis is so nasty, yeah. And – but, like, Drew's better than Karis, for sure. Yeah. Like, would you give Drew a max? Some team would. Would somebody give Karis a max at 26? I don't think – I don't think they're giving him a max, but they're giving him a decent amount. Like, it's well, not yeah. – But th- that's where the way I'm looking at it, though. Drew is objectively a better player. And, like – and, honestly, I don't think it's that close. Karis is good, but he's overrated. He you just had so? a really he had a really good bubble. Like he's great. He's a, like a very very good player. But he's, but he's not, not uh, what everyone makes him out to be. He's not a star. No. And or he's Drew, not like a becoming star. And like Drew is. Like Drew is in Drew all- is. He's an all-star caliber talent. That's yeah. for sure. Drew would be an all-star in the East every year and he's probably going to be one this year, but because he's been in the West, he's been just buried. True. That is very true. Um, so yeah, Drew is, I think, by far better. So your top three are better than their top three. And so when, like, regular season, I mean, the rest of your depth matters, but for playoffs? And then if you even want to go one step further, Brooke or No, Deontay, but they have, they have playoff monsters, though, with Katie and Kyrie. Well, that's true. That's true, that's true. Like, they have two to your, they have two to your two, but in reality, like... KD and Giannis kind of erase each other in terms of impact. Like, the impact KD is going to have is going to be very similar to the impact Giannis would have. Yes and no. KD's impact down the stretch is going to be a big deal, I think. That's true. When the game really slows down and you need a bucket, KD will be that bucket. It doesn't matter if Giannis is going to be on him or not. Yeah, because KD KD would score on anybody at any time. Yeah, true. But that's but that's not saying we got to see how 
Giannis still. I mean, Giannis just turned 26. And yeah. he's been working on that jumper like crazy. So let's see if he can hit a three at 35% wide open. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he could. <laughs> he hit 31 last year. No. So if he, I mean, if he gets 4% better, I mean, 5% better. I mean, he's a completely different player. Yeah, people have to stop laying off of him on three-point yeah. line, that's for sure. Yeah. They're waiting at, like, the back back of the key. It's kind of – it's not as disrespectful as they are with Ben Simmons, but – Yeah, no one – like, at least ben someone will, like, take that they're going to go up. But with yeah. Ben Simmons, like, literally no one – Nobody. No one gives any effort to get out there. They don't care. You think yeah. he's going to develop, uh, like, a shot? Or you, I, you think he just can't? I don't think he ever will. That's my opinion. I just, I just think that he's afraid to shoot it. Oh, maybe then maybe COVID will be perfect for him. It'll be like a training room. It'll be, like, just, like, it'll be, like, off-season practice for him. You know what I mean? <laughs> maybe. Off-season yeah, practice. Dude, I believe speed. I think that's a real reason why, like, this is, like, off topic, so we'll jump right back. But with Kobe McEwen and Marquette, like why his percentages have jumped up so much? I think it's just because the crowds aren't there and like he's not getting psyched out. And I can definitely see that with Ben Simmons. I mean, because and Philly fans are like ruthless, man. Like talking about ruthless fans, like Philly fans are. So yeah, seriously, they're just brutal. Okay, next up, uh, James Harden. Where do you think he's going? Can I say Houston? <laughs> yeah, you could say Houston for the season. Um, I just don't think Houston wants to trade him. Yeah, I don't think so either. And I and think I Tillman just... Fertitta is an egomaniac. I don't think oh, for sure. And, and also, like, so I was thinking about this today. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're the Sixers, right? Mm-hmm. And say... Ben Simmons is actually available. Mm-hmm. Why do you want Harden for two years? Because that's it. After that contract is up, he has a 40 ish million dollar player option, right? Mm-hmm. And he'll be 34. And so it's either yeah. are you going to max a 34 year old? And like, so I get, I get the Sixers perspective. Joel is 26, 27. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. One, he's one of those two so I get that perspective where they want to win now because he's basically in his prime right mm-hmm. um, but it's like are two years worth of championships worth giving up a 24 year old all NBA player when you could if you give up Ben Simmons get someone maybe like Shea and a couple of OKC's picks. Yeah. 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 So I mean, you're not wrong there. So if Ben Simmons is available for trade, would you really want to do Harden and have to give up, or Ben and have to give up a pick for basically just Harden and probably, like, cap filler? Or if he's available for trade and truly available for trade, why don't you take some picks from OKC and then... You know what I'm talking about? I 100% see where you're coming from. And I actually kind of – I like – I mean, if you're trading Ben Simmons, like Ben Simmons is just not a throwing piece. You can get a lot from Ben Simmons around the league, I feel like. So, 
why give it up for 32-year-old James Harden? And that's exactly. – and the big reason with that is, too, is I think bringing him in is a risk. Like, he's a risky player to bring in just because of, like, like the needs that he demands and the way he acts. And I don't know if that will necessarily – and it kind of messes up with this entire offseason, you know? Yeah, 100%. 100, 100%. And it's like, why would they trade a pick to OKC, ugh, OKC to get, you know, to get uh, Danny Green? And then why would they trade Josh Richardson and to uh, Milwaukee to get Seth Curry if they mm-hmm. aren't trying to surround Ben and Joel with shooting in space? Because, I mean, not to say Harden wouldn't benefit from that lineup as well because he can distribute, but it's just mm-hmm. like the lineup they created definitely plays more to um, Ben and Joel's strengths than it does to Harden's strengths. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, whereas Harden's not a sieve defensively, mm-hmm. um, like if you had a backcourt of, say, Harden was your point man, Mm-hmm. You get a backcourt of Harden and Seth Curry. Wow. Like, yeah, wow. That's that's not really good point of the ta- point of attack defenders. So it's like, yeah, but like, they, go through with that. Or, but it is know, Harden, so it wouldn't they, really matter. That would be crazy. That would be crazy. Seth Curry and Harden just somebody's yeah. gonna kill him, right? Harden can distribute, and Harden can distribute very well. So it's like, yeah, like. And plus, like, don't don't sweat on Toby. Like, yeah, he's overpaid, but he's still a good ass player. Tobias you know? is good. He is good. Like, he's way overpaid, bad. but he's good. Yeah, you're right. He's good. I think he gets kind of disrespected. I mean, I think we talked about this a little bit off air, just kind of concerning John Wall and Russell Westbrook, and just how like contracts yeah. can really like diminish just, just a person's yeah, yeah. Just distort their view because it's like Russ is still very fucking good. Yeah, player. he's amazing. It's just it's impossible to be worth forty seven million unless you're like top three player in the world, right? Yeah, unless, unless you're, you're LeBron, Kawhi, LeBron, Katie, Giannis, Kawhi, Katie, Giannis, yeah, Luca, Luca's in there too. Yeah. But it's probably like five or six players that you can do that to. I mean, even Dame. I don't know if Dame is worth what forty four million or whatever. I guess he is. Uh, nah. I don't know. I don't know if you want to pay a point guard that much. Maybe Steph Curry's the only one. But that's a discussion for a different day. I would say I think Harden is going – I don't know where he's going. I, when you brought that up, that makes a lot of sense, though, because that changes my opinion that his contract – Goes up in two years, right? Uh, yeah, with the player option for the third. So he'll be thirty-four. Uh, I mean, yeah, I think so. Dude, trading Ben Simmons for two years of Harden is with a bunch of picks. That's a hard sell, I think. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking too. I mean, I guess they could ship Harden to New York, but I think that would fall apart too. I mean, that's three ball-dominant divas. So it's just like in New York City. I think. I mean, I don't know. I I could definitely – you know where I could see him going? 
where I could see him getting shipped off to like a lower level team just for like a king's ransom. I could definitely see that happening too. Like uh, pair him with like Tyrese Halliburton, but see that—that's the thing though. You, we're talking about Harden. Like you put him on the Kings, the Knicks, the Cavs. He is so good. good. He's gonna drag him to the playoffs no matter what. Like it's that is true. Like it he's a perennial MVP. <laughs> like he's going to continue, but he's a beast. He is a beast. He won't be under the Daryl Morey scheme though either. I mean, it depends how he plays. And I mean, the last time he wasn't under like a Daryl Morey like scheme, he was like twenty three. Wrote like six end of the year though. Yeah, that is true. That I, you know, supposedly the Bucks don't want him. It's supposedly a thing. Dude, front I, office, I mean, they don't want him whatsoever. What do you think about if the Heat give him up? If the Heat got him, I mean, he doesn't fit the Heat culture, all that they talk about. No, but I mean, he still drops thirty-five at night. So I mean, I don't know. I think I think that's a harder one for the Heat than you would. I mean, it's think. harder for them to get. Like they're gonna have to put Bam in there. They're gonna have to put Hero in there. You know. Yeah, just the trade pieces and the cultural fit, like. I could like Jimmy Butler like is an insane man. He's an insane human being. Like I don't think he's gonna be happy like James Harden coming late smelling like liquor and like, having glitter on his beard. You know what I mean? Yeah, especially when uh, the motherfucker like left Minnesota because we didn't pay him, right? Yeah, yeah, he yeah. Wanted he wanted to win in quotes. And then he, after he was the third seed with us, made it to the playoffs. Uh, whatever. That's all in the past. And so then, <laughs> then he made it. You guys had a good season. Exactly. We had a good season with him. We were three seed in the West before he went down. And then we went 500 and uh, just ended up in the eighth seed because it was so close that year. But then, mm-hmm. then we trade him to Philly. He makes it to the Eastern Conference semifinals, and he only loses based on a very ridiculous Kawhi shot, right? Yeah, the craziest Kawhi shot of all time. Yeah. So it's like his mentality was he just wants to win, blah, blah, blah. He won with them. He could have won with them. He brought that team because that team was pretty sick with um, Ben Simmons running the point, J.J. Redick and shooting guard. Yeah. Uh, Then Joel, Tobias, and Jimmy. That team oh, that was a cool roster. That, that was a team great was roster. Fucking baller, and that's yeah. They just ran into a fucking red hot Kawhi. Like that's all that they ran into. Like Toronto's a good ass team. And Fred Van Vliet. Fred Van Vliet was like yeah. on fire. That's true. That's true. He was unguardable. Like, I feel Kawhi, like I don't Kawhi, had, Kawhi had a great team around him, but well coached too. Really well coached. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like he thinks he can't win with them even though he lost on a, just like a ridiculous shot right mm-hmm. yeah and then he goes to the heat a team that did not make the playoffs prior to that year mm-hmm. and like obviously we saw what they did they managed the finals so good on mm-hmm. him he finally won but he really wants to be the man like that's a hundred percent what it was he butthead mm-hmm. cat and i mean he had good he was good with joel but like ben had like you know, like, you don't know about Ben and Toby, and it's like, he, like, Brett Brown, he was, like, beefing with two, so it's like, he wanted, and he, he's always, like, preaching, like, oh, I'm the hardest worker, I just want to win, like, I only do all this shit to win, it's like, 
okay, well, you were winning before, though. Like, mm-hmm. there's three teams that you burn bridges with. That's mm-hmm. that the common denominator is you there. Like, yeah, the, the Wolves aren't a great organization. The Bulls aren't a great organization. And the Sixers have been notoriously after AI, the process. Like, they were not a good organization. Mm-hmm. But when all three of those teams had success with you, the bridges were burned. I mean, yes, they objectively got worse without you. So you were, I mean, it's Jimmy. Like, he's a great I mean, he's a top 15, top 10 player in the league. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, obviously, you're going to do worse with Jimmy not there. But it's the thing. They were winning with Jimmy. And he Mm -hmm. wants to win. What's your fucking deal, man? Like, what? And, like, if Justin was here, he'd be going, like, oh, the Wolves are a horrible franchise, Tibbs, and then all the Sixers suck. But it's like, he's the common denominator, isn't he? Like, I think I, I think you're missing a crucial piece within Jimmy Butler. I think Jimmy Butler keeps saying he wants to win, and I don't think that's necessarily true. I think he wants to win his way. Does yeah. that make sense? And that's what I'm saying. He wants to be the yeah. man. Yeah, he wants to win, and he wants to win it through his process. He doesn't want, like – I mean, and Kat and him are completely different people. I mean, him and Joel are completely different people. Yeah. So I can definitely see, like, even though they're winning, they're not winning in a way that he likes. And so any loss that they take, he's going to put it to that other person's process. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but see, that's just a toxic personality. I mean, that's a good question. I mean, you know, I think I would ask Justin, like, and I bet Justin won't like this question, but, I mean, what if it does blow up with, with the heat? I could see that happening, too. And it's blown up everywhere he's been so far. I mean, not so far. has blown up in three places, and they didn't get Giannis in free agency, so they're gonna run the exact same roster back. Okay, but that roster is sick. Yeah, but the East let's is not... only getting better. The East know, is only but... getting better. I know, but let's not pretend that the Heat are a bad team. They're fucking sick. They're. Not, I'm not saying they're a bad team, but I'm saying, do you think they're gonna go to the finals again? You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's, it's, tough, it's tough to go back-to-back anyway, you know? Like, the the fact that LeBron's done it so often and that Golden State did it for that many years in a row is just ridiculous. Like, it's I mean, I hard. Think, it's hard to go back-to-back. I mean, how, how like, if Jimmy says he wants to win, how old is he? 31. He's like 31. 32. Let me I, don't see, I, I don't see any path for him to winning a championship unless they can get some big free agent or something. Unless they could get a Harden. Well, they, but other than that, they're not going to win a championship. Yeah, and, and another thing to look at, too, it's like they lost out on Giannis for sure, yes, but they also lost out on Beal. Yeah, yeah. Because as, right. as, as soon as Russ goes to the Wiz, they lost Beal. Yeah. Because Russ, right. Russ and Beal is good enough to make the playoffs, and Beal wants to make the playoffs and compete in the playoffs. It's the best backcourt in the NBA this year. With Clay going down, yeah, maybe. Right, I, I mean, mean yeah. better. On paper, yeah, we'll have to see them play together. But yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, we'll see. I mean, Russ is just—he's unconscious when he plays for good and for bad. Exactly. And so it's like, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, Kemba and Jalen, or well, they did lose Gordon though. That's a big deal. Yeah, that's true. East got thinner. I mean, but now they have the Nets, too, to deal with. So, I mean, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see where they go. I mean, 
The problem is, though, too, is I think as long as LeBron is, like, in the league, I don't think anybody in the East is going to win a championship. <laughs> like, I'm serious, though. Still going <laughs> to the East. Yeah, I, I don't see any way. I don't see there, I don't see there being any way that Kyrie and uh, KD beat LeBron and AD. I just don't see that happening in the final. To be honest with you, I think the only real team that has a chance, and I'm not trying to like suck on your team stick, but I think it's the Bucks. Really? It's got to no be. Way. It's got to be. Who else would it be? I mean, Kyrie, Katie, yeah, they're they could definitely. But I mean, I, I gotta see. We gotta see how Drew fits within the roster too. Like, I'm not gonna set my hopes too high. I mean, that's a big deal, dude. To say the Bucks can. I mean, we need to make it to the Eastern Conference Finals first. Man. That's true. You guys got to prove them in the playoffs. But the talent yeah. is there. The talent is 100%. It's there. Bud, to be honest with you, is what's holding you guys back. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And I, I think there probably has been a conversation about that. I think this might be Bud's last year if he doesn't. Yeah. I mean, because I, you, locked you, up you, long just gotta hope, you just got to hope after eight tries that Bud's finally going to make some adjustments. Yeah, I mean, you know? we'll see. And I think Bud knows, too. I think this is Bud's chance. Well, because yeah. if he doesn't do it this year, I mean... This is, the best player, be this is the best player he's ever had. This is the best teams that he's ever had, that he's ever coached. Like, the Hawks were sick, don't get me wrong, but they did not yeah. have a Giannis-level player. And Eric Bledsoe's gone. The big blame. A lot of the blame went on Eric Bledsoe that playoffs. And he got shielded from it. If Eric Bledsoe's gone and Drew balls out and they still don't make adjustments, I mean... It's all going to be on Bud. Yeah, it it really will. Wait, um, let me check the uh, let me check the next. Yeah, I I we should probably move on. Okay, the next one is uh, Giannis and the Supermax. Oh baby, what 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 do you think? What do, what are your thoughts? I think it's great. I think it's great too. I I personally hate. Supermaxes, but I will say Giannis is one of the players that actually deserves it. Yeah. You know? I think and, so too. Like, I wouldn't hate the Supermax if that extra money on top of the original max just didn't count <clears throat> towards the cap because Supermax, yep. Supermax heavily, heavily cripples Team. small market teams. 100%. So it's like. Like yeah, like I like, but like I said though, the people who are deserving of the supermax are probably LeBron, Kawhi, KD, Steph, and Giannis, and then Luca and too, a, and AD and Luca, yeah, AD and Luca as well. Yeah, I think I think overall, I think the supermax hurts the uh, the NBA just because it gives like. Good but undeserving stars in small markets, just gigantic contracts, and it cripples them forever. And they yeah. can't do anything. Like Ross that's what it is. Wall. It's like Ross and OKC, and then you just can't do anything. And then they just you're not going to attract anybody either to Oklahoma. So it's just like, you know, I mean, and I don't think Russ is that attractive of a player to play with in the first place. So then it's like, what are you going to do? I disagree with that. I'm higher on Russ than a lot of people, but like PG had his best year ever around. He's finished top three. He he finished top three in MVP voting next to Russ. Like, oh, that's something too. 
before we go back to that Giannis, the Giannis Super Mac. What do you think of that Paul George contract? I think that Paul George contract is horrid. <laughs> I think it's absolutely horrid. I mean, it, it just symbolizes symbolizes that the Clippers don't really give a shit about what happens <laughs> in five years. They're just like, we're going all what in right now. What if Kawhi leaves? Oh my gosh! Yeah, dude. Like he's, he's definitely gonna leave, dude. He's Kawhi a free agent next year. <laughs> yeah. And like, dude, they're they're super fucked. They're super fucked. <laughs> if like they don't do shit in the playoffs this year, like say. Oh, Say for the God. sake of argument, they play in the Suns. Like they're like Clippers are two seeds, Suns are seven seed, right? Yeah. And then they lose to the Suns. They get upset. <laughs> I don't think Kawhi stays at that point. No way. The the roster is going to be Lou Williams and Paul George, who hate each other. <laughs> it's going to be a mess. And like and like the thing is, like Ty Lue still hasn't proven as a good coach. You know. Yeah. He did have LeBron. Yeah, he had LeBron. Insane. Like, like I could coach LeBron. <laughs> I could literally be the coach. And I, I still 100%. think LeBron would still win a championship. Yeah. I don't think it would matter. I would, just word... stand there, I would stand there, look red, and, like, start yelling at people. <laughs> yeah. And Move that's all feet. I'd have to do. <laughs> like, Move your feet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I could do Wojo. Move your feet. Energy, energy. <laughs> and like I could say literally no X's and O's at all. And LeBron still, would drop fifty and you'd go yeah, you'd, you'd go to the finals. Yeah, exactly. And I'd take all the credit <laughs> for it. I'd be like, yeah, it's my yeah. it was my coaching uh, prominence. It's not LeBron. Dude, the only word the only uh sentences you need to know are are move your feet and okay to whatever <laughs> LeBron says. And <laughs> you'll be good. Uh Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, I mean, just going back to Giannis' Supermax, I think I think it's so big for the NBA, man, and I'm so happy that, like, he came back. And I, I, I thought it would just be devastating if, it, if, like, and, like, obviously Giannis isn't a Kyrie-esque type, but if we had, if Giannis had that Kyrie-esque mentality, I mean, it would just devastate the franchise. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, we were looking down the barrel of being miserable for the next 10 years here. Like truly see, miserable. After you just, but see, that's the thing. That's why I never really was stressing about it for mm-hmm. you, because it's like you guys gave up so much for Drew. Like there was mm-hmm. literally no way that they didn't run that through Giannis. And if Giannis, if they had an inkling that Giannis wasn't going to resign, they would not have mortgaged your future to get Drew. You know, that's what I'm saying. Right? Like they had to have talked to Giannis. He had to been have said like, yes, we just have to work out the like smaller details. But I'm gonna mm-hmm. sign. That's the only that, in my opinion, unless the Bucks are a bad franchise, which it does not seem like they are. It seems like yeah. they built their team well around Giannis. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like they definitely had some assurance from him that he was gonna sign. So they went ahead with getting true. Like that had to be it because no, they would no smart, competent front office would give up that much for Drew without thinking Giannis is gonna sign. You know? Yeah, or just like a like a hail mary pass. Like, exactly. oh, let's see if it. Let's see if he likes this. I mean, I pray that's not what happened. God, that I mean, would be I mean, the Bucks are real. I think they're a competent organization, and I think John Horace is a competent GM. But I do think one thing: I think we were desperate. I think I, the Bucks were really desperate. Well, I just got I, it. Could have been something else too. Whereas, like Giannis is like, I need someone else. Like, mm. it, it has to be me, Chris, and somebody else, you know? Mm. Yeah. 
Because, like, it, it's pretty clear at this point, like, Chris is Giannis's guy, you know? Yeah. Like, like yeah, he yeah. wants he wants to bring Chris along with whatever they do. But, because, I mean, they kind of came up at the same time. But. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've been together for eight years now playing. Yeah. So. They're probably, like, best friends. Anyway. Yeah, they're probably tight. Uh, yeah. And then, like, I mean, yeah. I just, I was also not stressing because, like, I went through the same shit with Cat, Like, a shit ton of oh golden state has cap space they could add you know like they could restructure draymond's I, contract I and then like yeah. and, like offer cat the max and it's like <laughs> fuck, like fuck off like just because he's not signing like uh and then there's all that fucking drama which made it like everyone was still just like oh yeah like cat's definitely not signing now like with jimmy on the team like he called him a bitch and it's like yeah, Jesus. Oh, like, shut the fuck up. It was like, it's horrible. Going to the Knicks. Cat's going to the Mavs. <laughs> Cat's going to Golden State. Cat's going to fucking, like, and then there's like the oddballs. Like, Cat, yeah, Spurs have shown heavy interest in pursuit of Carl Anthony Towns. And it was just like, shut the, like, it's not happening, you guys. And then he signed the max, and all of that went dark. Yeah, everybody just shuts up immediately. They do it for yeah. every star player. Everybody, they're like, they don't want to be in the small market. That's the worst place ever. That place is a dump. And then they just start, like, shitting on the city. And it's yeah. just like... He doesn't want to play in the cold. Like... Oh, this is an interesting topic, Well, You ready for this one? Is it the Malik one? Yes, sir. Is Malik Beasley worth it? Uh, Well, from what I've seen in preseason, I'd say Yeah. Yeah. The dude was he. He just brings that like ferocious energy that like we really need. Mm-hmm. So, like, like I can I can already say that sometime during the uh, regular season, there's gonna be a game where like D'Lo looks sluggish. Cat's not hitting his shots. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you know, like one just one of those games, like maybe like a Wednesday night or some shit, and like. We just came off a back-to-back in the weekend, and then we had another game. You know, then we had, like, yeah, like a couple practices, and then right on Wednesday, and it's just like, you know, just one of those sluggish days I could see. And then all we need is just somebody to inject some life into us. And just like, a, ruthless, a ruthless man. <laughs> and Well, and that's kind of what, like, that's kind of what, like, Malik does. He just yeah. brings energy, and he can just, Absolutely wet the three, dude. Oh my god. That yeah, he, left, like, man. He, can dude, he, he had a horrible first two preseason games, and I was like, oh fuck, we just overpaid for someone who <laughs> literally only played well for 14 games. What the fuck did we do? And then he just, dude, he fucking like just four, four three, like he just lit it up. Eleven rebounds, like three steals. He was staying oh, in wow. Luca. Dude, you stay in front of Luca and shit. It's like, okay, well, if you play like that, like, okay, that's, <laughs> that's good for me. And like, he's he's facing the suspension with like, like admitting his mistake and shit. So it's like, I honestly just think he's a brick, dude. Yeah. Seriously, I think he's just a fucking brick. He could just be an idiot. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if he's just truly an idiot, or he's just a man with no soul. He's just, I mean, which isn't necessarily a bad thing on the basketball court. Just a man with like no emotions. You know what I mean? Like he'll, yeah. he'll take what he can get. If like he's not here to play, you know what I mean? 
Yeah, maybe. I don't know. But I, I, I'd say he's worth it. Uh, and plus, like, we have team flexibility after the third year. Like, mm-hmm. like if and if he doesn't work out, he's a very tradable asset. So True. And we have we have depth at the guards. So it's like it was a very low risk, high reward type of signing. Because, like, he's not an out- egregious amount of money for his production. Mm-hmm. And if we get rid of him, we still, like, Okogi's not quite as good as he is, but like the impact Okogi has defensively. And then we could get more minutes for people who look like they're going to break out like Culver or like Edwards. So it's mm-hmm. like, I, I'd say, I'd say he's worth it. My opinion is, is I don't think he's worth it. I think he's a tradable asset. Cause I think what you guys have right now, you have something really good going on. You have, you have Dilo, you have cat, you have Anthony Edwards. And like, you can like build this like culture from that. You know what I mean? Build like this, like, and I I think this is a real opportunity. I mean, you know, there have been like, like the ups and downs in terms of like the organizational culture, especially when Jimmy like kind of just like lashed out and really like attacked everybody. You know what I mean? Tibbs just fucking sending us back five years. Tibbs sending you back, but I really think you guys have a good core of likable, hardworking people, and. It's doing well, and I don't think having, like, a complete asshole on the roster who's just a role player is worth it. I don't think it's worth it. I think Anthony Edwards is 19, Cat is 24, I think Delo's 24, and I think you want to build something from that and just get his ass out, is my opinion. That's my, like, because I, mean, I think, visible. like, you don't, you don't, like, I don't think you want that, like, people not coming to practice because they're getting arrested type thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like that's like very plausible. Like, would you be surprised if you got like a like a Bleacher Report headline that Malik Beasley just got arrested yesterday? No, I would not. Yeah, yeah. It's just like it's just not worth it, man. It's not worth it. But that, that that's my thoughts. I mean, if he keeps open and granted he's only twenty four, he can change his mentality. I mean, I think a lot of this could be like he's gotten a lot more attention than previously. Yep. You know, newfound fame. Yeah, it's a lot more attention than he's had prior. And so I think that maybe if, like, Cat or D'Lo would just give a talk to him and just be like, hey, like, stop. Like, we are not saying that you have to be a saint. Just, like, keep the wolves, like, out of the headlines. I think I think that's a possibility. Out of the bad headlines. Yeah, yeah out of these horrible headlines. We want, we want the headlines being, like, Cat has, like, a 35, 22, 8, and, like, 3 game. Yeah, shooting, like, 42% from 3. Like, you know what I mean? So, like, the stuff you want to see. You don't want to see, like, Malik points gun at, like, baby. Like, <laughs> it's a real thing. I'm yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, next topic. Let's see. What's, what's up next? Anthony Edwards. Thoughts, opinions? I haven't seen him yet. I haven't seen him. Uh, um, he seemed kind of high on him. I mean, he's so young, though, too. And it's just uh, well, I mean, I'm high on him for the fact that it basically took him – I mean, I'm not saying he's acclimated yet, but, like, mm-hmm. I thought his first good game was going to be in, like, two weeks, you know? Like, he needs a bunch of practices, and he needs at least two weeks of game NBA speed to get, like, you know, to get a good game. I thought he was going to, like, look rough the first yeah. two weeks. especially with the shortened preseason, too. And his shortened preseason, he didn't – Just got played, drafted. Yeah. He hasn't played since, like, February. Um yeah. And so it's like, I thought he was just going to look rough. And granted, the first two preseason games, he looked 
bad. Did he? Yeah. Not a good player. Yeah. Oh, that's good. That's natural. It's going to happen. And then we have like four days off. And I mean, obviously, people on the internet are freaking out. They're like, oh, mm-hmm. shit. Like, Melo's looked flashy. Like, he's looked good. Like, oh, did we make the wrong pick? Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And he just comes out and, dude, he played insane. He played great defense. He was making some just ridiculous passes where he's like, there's one play where he was out in the corner. Um, he saw the help defender come at him because he kind of made he like he made this little move where the point of attack defender kind of shagged off him to the left, and then he was taking out he was taking off to the right, and the weak side wing defender came over to, to ha- like try to trap him and close out because mm. they thought he was going to shoot it. He just yeah. whipped a pass, literally cross court. Oh, I like that. He has a vision, um, quick reflexes. Yeah, nice. to, to Culver, and Culver just wets the three, and you're just like, oh, that was nice. And then the next play, he did this little, like, he started to drive. He did this little hezzy. He got, um, who's their big man? Maxi Kleba. He got mm-hmm. Maxi Kleba to commit to him, mm-hmm. and then he just did a little bounce pass to Culver for an easy dunk. And then he played uh, some... Then he played some really nice defense on Luca, like three possessions in a row. What the last one being like absolutely locked. Like Luca is Luca. He made two of them. But then the last one, he like just locked him up. Like Luca got the ball kind of swiped away from him. He lost his handle a little bit. He picks it back up. He tries to shoot. Uh Ant is right in his face. And then it's just a brick. And uh Cat gets the rebound. Then they go down the court. Ant gets the pass, and he just does one little jab step, and then he just wets it in Luca's face. And then, literally, the next possession, we go down the court. He gets to the corner. Rubio finds him. Bang. Three-pointer. And then the next possession, then literally, like, the next possession, he takes up, pull up three. Boom. He wets it. And it's just like, all of a sudden, he's got 11 points, and... He's just like he's playing good D, like he's got good vision. You can see he's making good passes. Like mm-hmm. if you're doing that in your third preseason game, game after not yeah. playing for ten fucking months, mm-hmm. ten months, and you're already uh, like up to speed well enough to put up eleven points in one quarter, that that gives me high hopes. Just I'm, that alone. I mean, I think as a first round, I mean, as the first pick in the NBA draft, I think. His ceiling is all star. It has to be all star, right? I mean, not his uh, ceiling. His uh, his floor. His floor like is all star. His floor is an all star, right? Yeah, that's what I expect from him. I mean, and it looks like he has the talent. I got to watch him play. I'm kind of excited. I was really low on him at the beginning. I'm not gonna lie, dude. Same, same. When uh, he like, got drafted, remember, crazy. remember how I was like, remember how I was. Uh, as soon as he got drafted, I was like, "Fuck no, no, <laughs> like." He just gave him fifty mil, and he says he doesn't watch basketball. And it was just like, what? Like, yeah. Why would you ever say that? And like, part of me thinks, like, listen to his interviews now, dude. It's like part of me thinks that some of that was just media portrayal trying to like ruin him. Like, I feel like it was like either Golden State or Charlotte, like feeding the media this so they could try to tank his value so they could get him. Because maybe they nope. were super high on him, but that's and just my conspiracy t- theory. Right? I yeah, that's my that's my tinfoil hat type of thing. But I, <laughs> I, I, 
I mean, yeah, I could definitely see that. I would do that too on a player. And I mean, he fits the bill. I mean, you, you know what the other thing is too about him is uh, to be fair, I don't think, I think l- learning how to talk to the media is like a learned skill too. I think it'll just take him time just to learn how to work about himself, realize what are the pitfalls and what are. I mean, he's 18, yeah. 19. I mean, think about us as freshmen well, in college. Dude, he, and he was also, remember, he started, um, he started basketball last year at 17. He just turned 19. What do you mean he started basketball? Like, he started playing for Georgia as a freshman. Oh. Uh, just like Marcus. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's young. He's super, super young. Like, he just turned 19, like, in, like, September or, like, October or something. Dude, yeah, he's a kid, man. I think you got to give him a chance. If he's a hard worker, if he puts the time in at the gym, like, he'll be fine. I'm not oh, worried. Oh, dude, I think he's going to be fine either way. Like, especially – this is actually, like, a great situation for him to come in. Like, he's not going to start right away, unlike Houston, like, he mm-hmm. – or Charlotte. He would have started right away in Charlotte. He would have started right away in Cleveland, in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, that could have – like, he still probably would have been fine, you know. He still probably would have been A-OK. Mm-hmm. But he just – like, I don't know. It's just – I feel like it's a better situation for him to learn from a mm-hmm. bona fide superstar in Cat. Mm-hmm. Um, and then – not necessarily superstar, but still a star level talent in D'Lo, and then veterans like, um, like RHJ, and like mm-hmm. Rubio. You're excited about that signing, dude. He's a great signing. RHJ is mm-hmm. gonna be. He's gonna be good for us. And now that we signed uh, J Mac, uh, Jordan McLaughlin to a two way, we don't have to cut any of our non guaranteed contracts, which RHJ is one of them. Mm-hmm. So now, I was so worried that we were gonna cut him, but. We're going to keep him around, and that's going to be dope. It's going to be so dope. Um, and, like, he, he – if we're being honest, this is a hot take within the Timberwolves community, but within my community, I think it's right. Wancho does not deserve minutes. RHJ should get those minutes. Oh. Whoa, like, okay. We'll, we'll see when the season starts. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll see. We have to see. But, like, Wancho... So you going to trade him? Then you got to trade Wancho. Yeah, for sure. But then we'd have to play Wancho to get him to be tradable. Yeah, yeah, I see what you mean. You got to get him it, It's just like he's such... It's a catch-22. He's such a streaky shooter. And, like, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt because he's another person who has been off for 10 months um, and with COVID restrictions. Like, he's from Spain. So, like, when he had to go mm-hmm. back, he had to quarantine. And then when he came back to Minnesota... Or, yeah, Minnesota, United States. He had to quarantine again because he's traveling within two different countries, you know? <laughs> and so, like, he hasn't been able to get in the gym much. In uh, both times that he tried to practice here in the summer, he had to quarantine and he missed a good chunk of practice because of the NBA's rules on, like, their protocols for quarantining. <laughs> so it's like he he's not quite up to speed. He hasn't played for 10 months. Plus, like, he wasn't going full speed because he doesn't, he was a free agent. Like, we just re signed him. So, like, he didn't want to give up his body, you know, and because he wanted to stay healthy. So, he, in case he needed to prove that he could get a bigger contract, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if a team yeah. wanted to work him out and see how, what he was capable of, he could do that and he's not injured. He could increase mm-hmm. his value. And so, like, I do have to give him benefit of the doubt, give him, like, a couple weeks to see 
how he's acclimating and how he's getting back into it. But yeah, that's what I, I think give him till February, and then you can see. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I guess you got to see how RHJ plays too. I mean, he's in a completely new system, so true. It's not gonna he's, be off he's the, the bat. type of guy that you can just kind of plug in, you know? Yeah. Yeah. He's really intelligent defender, and then all he really does on offense, I mean, you know what he's going to do. It's He's going to set really good screens, or he's going to cut and get easy layups. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what he yeah. does. That's what he's yeah, for the game. And the way I'm thinking about it is, like, he was a rotation player and getting minutes in the playoffs for a championship team. Like, is he not going to – like play for us, the Timberwolves. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, I like, see what you're got, saying. He got yeah, minutes in Toronto for their championship yeah. run. Like, like that is true. You're not. You're not <laughs> wrong. You're 100 percent not wrong. I mean, if you're playing in like the finals, like you should, you're, you should play. Especially on the Wolves. Like, okay, if he was on the Lakers, I could see him getting buried. If he was on, like, uh, I don't know, Denver or something, I could see him getting yeah. buried because they have a deep team. Or the Heat too. And, like, the and I'm not too. and I'm not selling the Wolves short. Like they're I think they're gonna be a lot better than people think. But mm. like RHJ was a rotation player for a championship team. I yeah, think yeah, yeah, yeah. for the Timberwolves. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, you're hundred percent right. So I guess we can go straight into this. I mean, if you've seen the list, I was thinking we go kind of going off RHJ if he's gonna play. Wolves expectations. What are your expectations this year? Um, like how many wins? How many wins are you expecting? I'm gonna say in between the 35 and 40 range is what I'm expecting. Okay. Which is kind of where like 538 and ESPN have us as well. Or is it is it gonna be a 82 game season this year or no? 72. And so 72. The the equivalent to 35 to 40 is like it's essentially like 43 to 48 wins in an 82 game season. Okay. I see what you're saying. I got to like, so let's just act like it's an 82 game season. So. Okay. If it's an 82 game season, I would expect 40, at least 500 at the very, at the very minimum, even in the West. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. I can see 500. And I think, I think as the season goes, I think to be honest, if I were you, I would expect to start really slow. I would expect to have a losing record the first two, three months. And then as Ant gets acclimated, then I think you should go up. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't Just really, I really expect us to come hot out the gate because Cat yeah. and D'Lo have literally never played together. Never played. They played. And they haven't one. played basketball in forever either. They, so. Yeah, yeah. And Cat looked horrible the first two games. And <clears> he finally looked like himself again last game, last preseason game. So I, I definitely expect, like, there's just going to be random games in the early season where we just pop off and we show what we can be. Where There's so much potential on that team. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think the outlook for the season is going to be, like, we're going to start, like, 6 and 10 or something, 6 and 11. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. I think we're going to hover around 500 the rest of the way, and then we're going to just get, like, a winning streak somewhere along the way to push us above 500. But then we're going to hover mm-hmm. around 500 again. Like, I'm not saying it's going to push us up like eight games above 500. I think it's going to be like, you know, we, we start six and 11 or something like that, or six and 12. Then we work mm-hmm. our way to like eight and 12 before losing a couple games, like eight and 14. 
then we mm-hmm. hit it back up to like maybe like you know that that's where the winning streak comes in now we're like let's say 16 and 14 and then from then on out we're just like we never get up like above like four games over 500 but then we also never get below like two games below 500 that's mm-hmm. how i kind of feel like the season's gonna go yeah, I think that's fair. I think that's fair to think, too. And I think, I mean, I think, honestly, for the Wolves, I think it'll be hard to uh, to say because it's such a new roster and so many new pieces and so much has yeah, changed. And, and, and they have, they've come off a pandemic season. And you got to remember that we're the youngest team in the league, too. Yeah, and they're so young. Yeah, it's so true. I mean, I think I'd say 500 is right. I think they have the talent to go 500. I mean, I do think there'll be ebbs and flows because they're so young, too. Absolutely. And they're such a new team. Absolutely. Um. For the Bucks, I would say like fifty, maybe if it was an eighty-two game season. Only fifty. Yeah, I would say fifty. I think just with Drew coming in, and I think there's going to be a lot of experimentation from Bud, is my guess. Because yeah. I don't think. Uh, and I guess for my, you guys, the, regular season doesn't really fucking matter. And the reality is too is like the roster is so different now, man. Like, it is so different. I mean, we don't have Eric Bledsoe. We don't have George Hill. We don't have Ursan Elisova. Marvin Williams retired. I mean, there's a lot of pieces that aren't there. And then now we have Bobby Portis. Um, we have Tory Craig. I mean, there's so many new people on DJ this roster. Augustine. So. DJ Augustine, yeah. But, um, yeah, I'd say 50. I think there's going to be, like, I think the first two months is going to be dog shit is my guess is yeah. Drew's going to have to find his way into the system. Like, that drop coverage, like, uh, zone scheme that Bud runs, is gonna, they're going to have to learn it, too. Can you, know? he really, can he really be dog shit with Giannis, though? Giannis, that's so true. That's what I'm saying, 50. I think, or maybe, like, 55. I don't know. You think it's going to be, like, 60? I mean, how many wins do you think they would get? Oh, well, you guys got, like, here, I, I'm going to look it up. It's, you like, guys... 60. I think we won 60 last year. 2000... 19. Well, it's not because the season ended short. Maybe, yeah, maybe check the 2019, 2020 season, or maybe check 2018, 2019. Whenever the pandemic didn't hit, you guys went 56 and 17. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Well, so that's what that's 72 games right there. The 73. Do you don't think you can repeat that in 72 games? You don't think you can go 56 <sighs> and 16? Yeah, we probably could. Maybe like 55. But, but I'd say again, I'd go though, 55. Again, though, does the regular season really matter for you guys? Do you That's what I'm saying. I don't think I don't think it really will matter. I mean, whether we're four, first seed or fourth seed, it doesn't – or fifth seed. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, like you're, you're either going to run into the, the Heat, Celtics, or the Nets eventually. You know what I mean? Like, no you're going to run what. into them. Yeah. Yeah, you're gonna run into him. So but, it's just like but I think a thing that could play into it though, um, I will say, is mm-hmm. the fact that fans might be back by the end of the year with all the vaccine like the vaccination yeah, That is very true. That'd be a big deal. I don't think that heat series goes the way it does. I don't think we lose back to back home court. And I mean maybe not full capacity, but like like yeah, the vaccine is already something made it, the vaccine's made it to like all along the East Coast, and it's made it to Minnesota already, so it's like... When did they say you'll be able to get it? Have, have they talked to you at work? They haven't even brought it up to us. They haven't brought it up to... Uh, I'm technically... I'm probably going to be in the front lines of getting it, though, because I'm... Like, my whole house is actually going to, probably, because we're all technically classified as essential workers. 
Okay. So once yeah, I yeah. get it, I'm gonna be like, "Yo, T Wolves, can I like come to a game with like literally like no capacity and the only person who can stand?" That'd be dope, dude. If you had like a sign, like yeah, a, just be like the Edward just sign, just like, you in the empty stadium. That'd be sick. That would be so sick, dude. And be like, <laughs> like have a sign, like I got, I got the vaccine. Like you can check my med records, but like, can I come because yeah. I got the vaccine? I can't get it anymore. <laughs> That's funny. But okay. Like, yeah, I think that's a good thing. That's a thing you have to look at because, like, yeah, what if you're playing and you don't think the regular season matters because it's been an empty stadium and then, like, I don't know, come May or June, like, or, yeah, I guess April, like, late April, early May, and then NBA is like, okay, like, we're going to, we're planning to have fans for the playoffs. Maybe not full capacity, but still, like, mm-hmm. maybe three quarters capacity and like you have to be screened i don't know you have to uh there's no real way of like being like you have to like have gotten the vaccine to be able to get in you know yeah it'd be hard to check people i don't know how you would check those less people would come with their medical records <laughs> it'd be pretty funny what if people started doctoring their medical records i wouldn't even be surprised if people started making like fake pamphlets and stuff <laughs> oh god okay so the next one who is a low-key person on your roster or in the nba that you're really excited to watch this year Ooh, low-key yeah just low-key somebody that's not necessarily like so i i can start first if you want me to to give you like an example yeah okay so in the second round we picked up this Louisville small forward by the name of Jordan Nora. And I am excited to see him play. I'm not saying that he's going to be like a star or anything. Obviously I don't think he's going to be a Malcolm Brogdon, but his quick feet, he's decent defensively and he is a sharpshooter from three, like a real sharpshooter from three. And so I'm just, he's the guy in the back of my head that I'm just excited to see if he gets any minutes, if he gets into the rotation, somebody that I'm kind of high on I'm kind of surprised that he dropped the 45th in the second round. I think a lot of that kind of comes down to like the pandemic and players not really getting an opportunity to ball out in March Madness too, you know? Yeah. He's already, he's 22 though. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, he's, he's lethal from three. And when you see his shot, it's quick, it's efficient. It just looks natural. I just saw him come off like a top of a, like a ball screen Next to the three, just quick turnaround, just like Kyle Korver, just splash. The guy's hands in his face. And it looked yeah. it looked professional, man. I mean, yeah, looking at his splits, he had some pretty good shooting splits on pretty high volume. He had 18 yeah, he, points per game. That's not bad. Seven rebounds, yeah, he is, too. He is 22, which is, like, you know, obviously always kind of like a – but that's the second round. That's how the second round But, I mean, go. yeah, he he's probably just, like, ready to play now and, like – not very far from his ceiling, but how it might have a high floor, you know, type of play. Yeah. Yeah. That that's somebody I'm just excited for. How about you? Who are you who are you excited to see? Could be on the uh the Wolves roster or on um Um Well so for the Wolves definitely Jarrett Culver. Mm-hmm. Like legitimately like I think a lot of people are going to be surprised by that man. Yeah, and you do speak. You speak very highly of him. 
he's definitely somebody out. If I watch a Wolves game, I have to watch Ant and uh, Culver. You talk about him all the time, dude. He looks so just so good. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then not my team, I'm gonna have to say either hmm. Uh Jaron Jackson, does that count as low key? JJJ? Yeah, I, I I like Jaron Jackson. But that does that count as low key though? I mean that's like a low key. I mean he's not I don't think he's in the national spotlight in any means. You know what okay, I mean? Okay, well then like, I, I don't I'd think, say Jaron Jackson. I think he's low key. He's good, but he's low key. Yeah, I'd say Jaron Jackson because he look. He at the end of last season was really, really ramping up his game, and like mm-hmm. watching Jaw in the preseason, Jaw was incredible. So it's like, Jaw. oh my gosh, Jaw is incredible. Yeah, and so I was gonna say Jaw, but that's not, you know, <laughs> it's yeah. Jaw. People know. Yeah, Jaw. he's like a superstar. Yeah. yeah, yeah. After he, uh after he literally just decimated our Marquette roster, he went on to be. One of the top point guards in the NBA like season. It's like insane. Dude, okay, he does not make any sense. John Morant does not make any sense. Not he went to Murray State and wasn't even recruited, but he's that athletic. Like, was he playing AAU games and people didn't even care? Is that what was happening? Or was it or like just- or was it like he got a taste of uh higher competition at like Murray State and then just took his game to the next level in one year? I mean, it has to be. I mean, he is so athletic and he is so skilled. Like his highlights are ridiculous, and it's like at Murray State. I'm like, how does like everybody miss? This? Dude, the Grizz, you know, the I mean? Grizz are my second team because of him. Like he is definitely in my top five favorite players. He's so sick. He surged into it. So Dude, yeah, my top five has changed. It used to be, Cat, Bam, Giannis, Pascal, and then uh, LeBron for my top mm. five. And now my top five mm-hmm. is D'Lo, Cat. So mm-hmm. D'Lo first, Cat, then Bam, then Pascal, and then Ja. Now, yeah, I love Ja. I love I love his game. I love his athleticism. Memphis, He's so confident. Memphis is my se- Miami would be my second team if not for Jimmy and Justin, because yeah. Justin <laughs> makes it unbearable, and then I can't root for Jimmy. <laughs> code. But uh, yeah, Memphis is my second team now. And I like yeah. if we lose to Memphis as the Wolves, I'll like I'll be like yeah, whatever. It's like I like it. <laughs> I'm rooting. Yeah, for both you, yeah, you like them. I'm rooting for both teams. So, dude, I want to see that uh that Jaw Deer and Fox matchup. I think that'd be fun. Jesus Christ! You think it'd be that'd fun? Be you can't even see them run down the court. They're so funny. no. It'd just be a blur. <laughs> it'd just be like freeze frames. <laughs> You just have to look at the replays like constantly. Yeah. The two fastest players in the league. Just too much athleticism. Just everybody jumping out the room. It's insane. I got a question to close it out, I guess. Um, whose legacy do you think is the most affected if Steph Curry didn't exist? Oh, like beneficial? Yeah, beneficial for LeBron, no question. You think LeBron? You think, or do you think it's KD? I think it's LeBron, man. Like, I think, like, okay, but like, so objectively, yeah, like we could say that LeBron would win. Had all those chips. Yeah, you, we we could say objectively that LeBron would have won those three three chips. 
Yeah, I think three. He, he, he was one and three against them. One and three against. You have seven chips. Yeah, you have seven chips. Yeah, but also, <laughs> That's KD, if what if KD becomes the hometown hero and wins yeah. it for a small small market OKC? And what if he wins? KD just. Or what if CP3? <sighs> what if CP3 and Lob City? Don't blow a three-one lead, and they make it to the finals, and Lob City wins, and CP3 stays with the Clippers. Okay, the thing though is, is that OKC losing? I don't know if you remember this, but that game six was because of Clay Thompson, and he dropped forty-five. It was, but then, but then he was unconscious. It was like Steph wasn't really doing anything that game. They were down, and Clay just did not miss from deep. It was like the craziest thing I've ever seen. I think he dropped like forty, forty-five on like ten dribbles. I mean, I think, I personally think, just speaking on it, I do think Steph ruined Katie's legacy. Uh, Katie, ruined, Katie ruined his own legacy, dude. He was like... Katie's, his legacy is not that impressive in my opinion whatsoever. Okay, so game six was definitely Clay, but Steph had 38 the next game. <laughs> yeah, game <seven>. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Dude, that's like, so Steph, true. Steph that's is so just true. ridiculous numbers. He's averaged ridiculous numbers. <laughs> you, know, you know, he shot. Did you know? Kate, no, you know, Steph shot forty-two percent from three his entire career. Yeah, he's the only one. Isn't that he, He's the only player in league history that shot better percentages <laughs> than uh, what the- than Carl Anthony Towns. It doesn't make any sense. Like those off the dribble thirty footers, and he's hitting him at like a forty. Well, that's what. Clip. That's what it's just like. That's why, like, like it's insane. So, Cat is like the most efficient yeah. fucking scorer of almost all ever. Time. But he's yeah. number two to a point. To Steph, yeah. Cat's a center, dude. Cat's a center, and his his field goal percentage is being outmatched by a point guard. Who takes twenty shots? Who scores off the dribble? Yeah, who scores off the dribble? That's fucking insane. (laughs) It doesn't make sense. It pisses me off that so many people, like experts, so-called experts, are literally and like I, I, I will admit I'm a bit biased. Like Steph is in my top ten favorite players, so I love to watch him. I mean, yeah, it's top ten all time. But I think in my like, well, my favorite, yeah, but yeah. But like in terms of like my favorite, I'm biased for I'm always biased towards Steph because I just think he's insane. I love watching. Yeah. But it's also like I'm so pissed at people thinking like, oh, like Steph can't win without Clay. Steph can't win. You know, like the dude is going. He's about to put up like 28 a night. Like he's like if you think yeah, he's gonna ball out. Look at look at the Blazers. Like like yeah, yeah, they have a solid team, but it's Dame. Dame carries them, right? Yeah, and you're yeah. telling me that a 30 year old Dame isn't or is better than a 30 year old Steph? No chance. Not no, even close. not at not all, even dude. Steph was fucking. He was averaging like 31 <laughs> in the finals against LeBron. Like, <laughs> like you can't tell yeah, me. That, you can't that. tell me that a healthy Steph cannot drag his team. Like he, like everyone says, like oh, he's the best point guard in the league. It's like, so then why are you writing out the fucking Warriors, dude? Like, if it's yeah, the best point guard in the off. league and you're saying that perennial MVP candidate James Harden can drag the fucking Rockets, the, like, just depleted old-ass Rockets, 
to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You don't think Steph can carry? And, like, that's not even the Dude, thing. with Kelly Oubre and James Wiseman and Draymond Green, like, I mean, it's not like a like a horrible roster. No, and, like, Wiggs can score, too. Like, he'll have – Yeah, and Wiggins. Wiggs will have random nights where he'll go – third. Like, dude, he had the most 40-point games for the Wolves last year. Like, mm-hmm. he had, like, five or six. So, it's like, mm-hmm. he can score. And so, it's like, if you really think – like you're just fucking dumb if you really think Golden State is not about to make the playoffs, and like I think. Oh, you think they're gonna make the playoffs in the West? Golden State, absolutely. Like, whoa, wait, we got to go through the list. Wait, who, who's the list of people we think are gonna make? I'm, I'm not arguing. I'm not arguing with you. I, I need to see the list. Here's how I think it's. Here's how I think it's gonna break down. I think Lakers. Clippers, right? Lakers are not going to be number one. I don't think the Lakers give a shit about the regular season. Yeah, yeah, LeBron doesn't Dude, care. I think LeBron is just going to coast through, try to get enough, you know? Like, I would not be, like surprised. Four seed or I would not be surprised if they get four or five seed. Like, mm-hmm. like <laughs> they, I, don't, I really don't think they care about the regular season. They, Because they know the playoffs are all that matter. So, mm-hmm. I think what how it's going to shake down is it's going to be the Clippers at one. Um, the Nuggets at two. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me go through. Let me see. I I always like can't name people off the top of my head, even though I know every single team. Western Clippers, NBA. Oh, the Suns too. Don't forget about the Suns. They're not going to be top five. No, but they're going to be in the playoffs. Oh, right? for sure. But I, here I'm. I got the West pulled up. Hold on. Wait okay. one second. Let me check my. Uh... Wait one second. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. You can hear me? Yeah, I can. What well, dude? Now it works, I guess. So now I can check my list while I. Uh... So okay. You still, uh... So here, Wait. here's how I was gonna shake down. It's gonna be Clippers number one. I'd say Nuggets number two. Okay. I'd say. You know, I'll put Lakers at three. I'll put Lakers at three. Lakers at so, three. So Clippers, Nuggets, Lakers. And then, yeah, because just because, I mean, Lakers would be number one if they tried, but I, they're not going to mm-hmm. try. Like, like I guarantee 35-year-old LeBron's going to be like, oh, it's regular season. 36. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, He's been in the league for 19 years or something. Yeah, I, I just don't think LeBron cares enough to win, to get first seed. And I, I just don't think that matters to them. Yeah, um, yeah. Four seed. I'm actually. I'm gonna put the Jazz. I'll put the Jazz at four seed. Interesting. I'll okay. Put, yeah. I'll put the Mavs at five. Um. Mavs. Okay. If the Blazers stay healthy, I'm. Putting well, you think Kristaps is gonna be healthy this year for the Mavs? Ooh, I kind of forgot that Kristaps was injured. Okay. Okay. Switch up. Switch up. I'm gonna put. If the Blazers stay healthy, they'll be five. Okay. So right now we got Clippers, Nuggets, Lakers, Jazz, uh, and then Blazers in that order. Then I okay. think Golden State is sixth. Okay. And then I'd say, okay, yeah, I'd put the Suns at seven. And then Dallas at eight if Stops cannot stay healthy. But if Stops okay. does get healthy, I, I would switch the Blazers – Basically, I'd put the Mavs up to five. I'd put the Mavs up to five and add, would just put everyone down one. So Mavs would be five, Blazers six, Golden State seven, and then Suns eight. 
And then I think the teams that will be like the nine ten range, so those, those playing games. Um, yeah, I would say it's going to be Memphis, and like the teams okay. fighting for it. I'd say Memphis is going to get the nine seed. Oh, dude, what about the Pelicans? Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Memphis is going to get the nine okay. seed. Pelicans going to get ten, and then I think I'd say Wolves and Spurs are going to be eleven and twelve, fighting for that, trying to get up to the nine and ten spots. And I like, I honestly think it's going to be a lot closer than everyone thinks. I don't think that the Clippers are going to absolutely run away with it. I think the Clippers mm-hmm. are going to be above the eight seed by like five games. I think the eight seed is going to be above the nine, ten, eleven, and like twelve mm-hmm. by like maybe two, maybe two or three games. Like I really, okay. I really don't think because like with how deep the West is, I really only think OKC. I guess the Rockets are going to be good too. Fuck, dude, this is so. I forgot the Rockets. The Rockets, they have James Harden. I forgot the Rockets, <laughs> dude. Okay, yeah. and I think I think you're discounting the Pelicans at Zion. If Zion's health, supposedly lost like fifteen, dude, twenty pounds. Christ, man. The only two teams that I like, I think that the Wolves can like you know easily beat are Oklahoma City mm-hmm. Thunder, who are clearly losing, and then the Sacramento mm-hmm. Kings. Yeah, like the Spurs. Yeah, the Spurs. I the Spurs are well coached, man. They're I mean, well coached. They're always yeah, gonna, they're gonna be, be good. They're always gonna be good. Yeah, dude, fucking Christ! It's hard. That's just so stacked. I mean, like. What the fuck, dude? Oh my like, god! Bottom with like, Memphis and John Moran. Holy shit! <laughs> and like, yeah, like I look at the East, dude. I look oh, at the so East. Bad. I look at the East, and it's like Detroit who, in the Cavs. Yeah, so I, I like I, I look at who the Wolves can be above, and it's Knicks, Pistons, Cavs, Bulls, Hornets, Wizards, yep. Magic. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas, who are the wolves above in the West? Oh, um, maybe Sacramento. (laughs) Yeah, like Sacramento is not bad either. They're just not as good. Yeah, they just don't have superstars. All the teams you named have like a like a crazy superstar. Yeah, I mean, let's go down the list: LeBron, so Lakers, LeBron, AD, Clippers, Paul George, Kawhi. Uh, Denver, Jamal, Jokic, Houston, oh, such a great Houston, John Wall, and James Harden. James Harden. OKC oh is Shea, and he's not really a superstar. But then Utah, <laughs> Donovan Mitchell, Rudy, Dallas, <clears throat> Luca, Kristaps, Portland, Dame, CJ, Memphis, Ja, Jaron, uh, Phoenix, Booker, and Chris Paul, CP3. Uh, Spurs and uh, don't forget DeAndre Ayton. And DeAndre Ayton DeAndre. too. Yeah, he's very, very good. Spurs, uh, Demar, uh, and then Lamarcus Aldridge, but he's old. Um, yeah. Kings, oh, and um, and what's his name? Dejounte. Like nice, I will say. Yeah. Um, and then Kings, they got De'Aaron. De'Aaron. Yeah. See, that's, that's all I have. Just yeah. And Terry's Maxi, didn't he go to the Kings? No, he went to um, Philly. Oh, he went to Philly. Okay. And then Pelicans have Zion and B.I., Brandon Ingram. Yeah, and then Wolves. Oh, and who's low-key kind of fantastic. Ooh, Lonzo. He's a great... Lonzo's very solid, yeah. And he's only like he's 23. Lonzo's only like 23. Yeah, he's so young. It's not like he's not still developing. Um, and then Timberwolves, we got Cat D'Lo. And then Golden State, we got and Anthony Edwards. And Anthony Edwards, but I, he's not superstar status yet, and neither is D'Lo. No. Neither is D'Lo, but neither are a lot of the people I've been 
talking about. Um, and then, a lot of them are stars. It seems like a all star star. Combination. Yeah, there's just so many stars, man. So many fucking stars. And then like, God. And then you look at fucking the East and like the top seven. I will say are very very good teams. Like Milwaukee, Toronto, Boston, Indiana, Miami, Philly, and Brooklyn are all super good teams. Like they they could make the playoffs. Yeah. All of those teams can make the playoffs in the West. Indiana, maybe not, but the other six, absolutely. 100%. Even if they're in the West and they're not, and like if they're in the West and they're not making the playoffs, it's a disappointing season for all of those teams, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like those seven, like, yeah, like I'm not sure the Wolves, maybe, I mean, I always think the Pacers are a lot worse than they are, but they always surprise me and win a few games. Yeah. So I don't know. But like the Magic, Wolves definitely better than Magic. I think Wolves are pretty on par with the Wizards because the Wizards have better offense, but the Wolves have better defense. So I don't really know. Charlotte, Wolves are better. Bulls, Wolves are better. Knicks, Wolves are better. Pistons, Wolves are better. Hawks, they're probably stealing the Magic spot this year. But I think you guys are better than the Hawks. Well, I mean, the Hawks got a lot of solid players now. And, like, Trey Young is good. He's good. Yeah, I'll see it work on it. I'd say, I'd say it. they're, they're kind of like the Wizards as well, where it's like we're kind of similarly matched up to them. And then Cavs were yeah, better I, than. But so I like mean, I think. Literally every team were either. Who's guarding Cat on the Hawks? What? Who's guarding Cat on the Hawks? Clint. Clint Capella from Garden Cat. He showed that in the Houston playoff series. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it would be closer than I think. Yeah. But, like, that's the thing, that's though. Right. The The 8 through 15 in the East, the Wolves are as good or better than every team. Every yeah. team. Whereas yeah. 8 through 15 in the West, it's like, okay, well, you know, Memphis is deeper than the Wolves. They're better. Phoenix, they're deeper than the Wolves. They're better. It's like, oh, shit. Like, are we really the 14 seed? But it's like, we could very well, like with how talented the West is, we could very well be the fucking 14 seed at like, and like only be like five games below 500, you know? Whereas like in the East, yeah. in the East, we could be scratching and sniffing the playoffs at that. But in the West, no fucking chance. Dude, the West is impossible, man. That's why Harden doesn't want to go out West. He's done with LeBron. He's tired of it. Dude, it would, he's just tired of all. It like, would be absolutely great if LeBron put Kawhi to the East, put fucking like Harden to the East. <laughs> put fucking, you just said everybody out East. Yeah, dude. All right, I think that's got to be it because I got to get going. It's seven thirty. Yeah, yep, makes sense, dude. But that was a, that was a good podcast and uh, signing off. Yep, sounds good. Uh, so probably doing maybe next week, I guess. Right? Yeah, maybe next week. I'll I'll edit this and get it up on Spotify, and uh, that's gonna take me a little bit, but okay. Yeah, let me know. Let me know if you need any help with it. So, all right. Yeah, yeah, appreciate it, bro. That concludes the boys talk ball or ball <laughs> talk or whatever it is. Goodbye. Yeah, we need a, we need an outro. <laughs>